Hi, my name is Nina Navazio, and you're listening to WTSR 91.3 FM. I'm here with Screen Age. What's up, guys? How's it going? <laughs> Hi. You're nervous. Hi. <laughs> you, you, ha- you have to talk because it's, it's an interview, and they won't see the video. <laughs> Hi, Hi. good. How are you? You're good? Oh, thanks. I'm, I'm really good. Do you all want to introduce yourselves real quick? Sam, you go first. <laughs> okay. Uh, hi, I'm Sam. Uh, I'm the drummer for Screen Age. Cool. Uh, Alex. All right, I'm Alex. I am the lead guitarist for Screen Age. And yeah. Joseph. I'm Joe. I'm a bassist for Screen Age and backup vocalist. Nice. Nice. And I'm Emily and I'm lead guitar. No, no, I'm lead vocals and rhythm guitar. <laughs> Sorry, Alex. I, I, I like step the, on my toes, Emily. Yeah, I like the roll call thing that we had going on there. That was really nice. Um, it's a really good vibe. So getting right into it, the first track that we're going to talk about today is Crook. Um, it has a really good baseline um, and, you know, like a really good vibe. So like, what was it like to write a song like that? Like, what was that process like? Uh, yeah. The baseline was pretty nice. Uh, the entire time I had like a really like heavy rock kind of vibe in my head. Mm-hmm. Like every time I try to play it, I try to like, you know, match that vibe entirely. Not just mm-hmm. me, but like I also made something that everyone else had to work off of. So like, you know, I kind of worried about making a line that other people could build off of. Oh, okay. Yeah, cause it's, yeah, when you're working in like a bigger band, right? You have to like consider that someone's gonna have to <laughs> use your baseline. That's, that's my main job. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, you did You did a good job with it, with, with Crook, you know? Yay! Is there anything else about the writing process of Crook that, you know, was maybe different than the other songs? Um, well, Crook was one of the first songs we ever wrote. Um, oh, wow. So that was part of our first album, Station 42, and that came out a little while ago. So our writing processes, I guess, have changed a little bit since then because, well, our, our genre is a little bit different than Crook now and all of that. But, um... I think it was, yeah, it was the, the bass line was the first thing we ever wrote for that song. So everything kind of built from there. Okay, cool. Yeah, we all kind of like matured from then on. Wow, yeah, that's that's cool to see like the band grow that way, right? You can like trace it through the albums. That's super cool. So another song off that same album, right? Station 42, uh, Vague. What inspired that? What a title for a song. <laughs> Uh, that was again one of the first I think that was actually the first song we ever wrote yeah Um, it was so that was again from our first album Um, the inspiration for that was actually if you know the song Love Shack by the B-52s the riff and the way you play that riff on the guitar I took the same chord shape and then I just like arpeggiated it and changed the, (laughs) the root around so then that ended up being like the main riff in the intro for Vague. Um, and then at the time I wrote it and I didn't necessarily want people to like know what I was talking about because this was like one of our first songs. So I wasn't comfortable singing yet. So I was like, I don't want to title this song something that people will understand. So I was like, let's just say it's Vague. And then it kind of like fit with everything else. Wow. That's a cool, that's a cool story though, you know, because sometimes you do want your song to be vague, you yeah. know? And then that's how people relate. Yeah, man. Win-win. Yeah. 
<laughs> it's a win-win. So the last track that we'll talk about today, Blue-Eyed Addiction, sounds, you're right, like different than the other two songs. Um, so like what inspired that different sound? Is it just the maturity of the band or? That was a jam session. Yeah, I mean, it definitely we wrote it differently because um, it started with a chord progression instead of a riff for this song. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I guess the vibe was sort of, when did we write that, Sam? What, what, like, month? Um, this, well, this was the first song, or one of the first songs we wrote with uh, Joey in the band, I think. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, oh. It, like, we have a, collectively, we had a different vibe uh, going into this than we did with Station 42 or some of the stuff off of our next album. Yeah. So, I mean, we're definitely, we, starting with Lloyd, we definitely started to head in the direction genre-wise that we felt was more authentic to us and it's also just like really fun to play that live and and a lot of our friends usually like know the words already and stuff like that so that's probably some like the most fun parts about it we picked a genre we're more comfortable with that yeah okay okay yeah that makes a lot that makes a lot of sense why it would sound so different were were the musical influences radically different than two um i think my musical influences stayed the same since the first, you know, album. It just changed that, like, I decided to, like, more emulate them instead of trying to be something else. Mm-hmm. So um, for for Blue Eyed, we definitely started channeling more, like, Hippocampus and, like, late Paramore kind of kind of era stuff instead of, like, Crook, which obviously sounds a lot harder and, and with more grit and stuff like that. So it's different. Yeah, that's a that's a good era to emulate. Hell yeah. <laughs> Those are good good vibes only. So this is a question for every single member. Hopefully you all have an answer. Um, which track is your favorite to, you know, write, perform, record, anything like that? Like which is your like overall go-to song out of the three of them? Um, and then if you have a more favorite one that we didn't talk about, which one is that? Sam, go ahead. <laughs> Exactly. Um, I think of these three, Blue Eyed is the most fun to play live. It gets the most people going. Um, of everything, it's absolutely like uh, Questions, which is going to be a song on our next album, DNR. It is, uh, I think all of us agreed when we were recording it that, um, especially from where it started to where it is now, it is one of our favorite songs to play. Alex? Awesome. Yeah, I'd have to say, like, I'd have to agree with Sam that uh, Blue Eyed Addiction is, like, best one to perform. Like, everyone always enjoys it whenever we play it. But, like, most favorite out of, like, all the songs we have is definitely, like, Questions. Just because, like, just hearing it go from, like, where it was initially and, like, the whole process of, like, reworking it so that way it's a lot more, like, refined and Mm -hmm. it's just so much better and i love it <laughs> joseph i'm just, i'll have to pop on the bandwagon i'm gonna say blue out addiction <laughs> it, it was just fun trying to make that song it wasn't like you know we all wrote something and then put it together it just it the way we wrote it was different and it came out so nice so What's your favorite song now favorite song now yeah i don't agree with the questions idea i don't i, <laughs> oh, I love Joey. the song i love the song but oh, another song okay. that's coming out of is going back that's gotta be a, mm. that one that one's good that one's a great song yeah um and then for me performing is definitely still blue-eyed um just because like when we were writing it eventually 
we like when it came to like the first time we actually had all the parts fleshed out and we were running through it all for the first time like I think after like we finished it we like looked at each other we were like this is pretty sick this is pretty cool (laughs) so it was like it's a really cool moment to have and then now my favorite song is probably North Star which is another one off of our next album that nobody knows yet but I could actually I'd have and half on that really close to my heart so well, and it's and it's definitely less vague than <laughs> some of your other songs. Thanks. Hi, um, I'm here. You know, I'm here all day. You know, thank you. Thanks for coming to the show. Um, so wow, that yeah, it it sound it's it's really great to hear that you all have like different, you know, opinions about different songs. You know, you can tell that you all care about all the songs that you write. Um, it's like picking your favorite child. You know, <laughs> um, so. The next question that I have is, what does college radio mean to to like you guys, the whole band? Um, I know I've seen Alex in the station before, but like, what what does college radio mean to you? You know, go ahead, Alex. Why don't you start it off? All right, I will start it off as like a DJ at WTSR. It's just like the whole community around there is so cool. Everyone's so welcoming and inviting of so many different like types of genres or like backgrounds of people that actually work at the station. It's so inclusive and cool, like to see that sort of grow over time. But in terms of like the music, it's just like exploring all these new genres and everything like that. And also helping all local bands or like bands people might not know about to like get them to a wider audience. That's actually really cool to see that. Yeah. And I mean, I think it's also like college radio is sort of a chance for lesser known bands to really get more recognition because obviously it's pretty hard to get onto like Sirius XM and all the big, you know, Z100s. So, you know, having a station that's still like an actual radio station that people can tune into and listen to and know that you have the possibility of like getting onto it, it's sort of, it's really like, it's really motivating. For, it's good for the music community. Yeah for, yeah, for kids like us to at least have a chance in that kind of way. Awesome. I could not agree more. (laughs) Um, Yeah, college radio, way to go, you know. So the next question is about, you know, your writing process and and how you've been faring. So how has the pandemic influenced the way that you write music, the way that you're collaborating, um, where you're finding your inspiration, maybe? Um, Well, COVID definitely in regards to like the band in general, kind of obviously we'll put a damper because we had tons of plans for the summer, but you know, since stuff happened, stuff changes, but it's only, you know, for safety reasons and stuff like that. Um, When it comes to writing, it was sort of, I mean, I remember we tried to get on a Zoom call and write, but this just doesn't have the same vibe. So it does not work that way all the time. Um, But obviously with social distancing and, and making sure everyone gets tested and then they're safe, you know, it still gives us the chance to to get together and write. And especially since now everybody's home, it's a lot more um, it's a lot more flexible when it comes to like when we can write and when we can meet up and and try and like flesh out ideas. And I mean, since then we've also been able to get like into the studio with a producer because now everybody is home. So it's like more opportunities for us to get together in ways like that. So I mean, it definitely it put a damper on a lot, but. I mean, in the end, everything happens for a reason. And now we have like an album out of it. So that's not that Things bad. Yeah. yeah. 
I think because like we're more home too. It's like we're a lot more creative because we're so able to just kind of like go, oh, I think this would be a cool idea to like pursue. You want to meet up? And then it's just like, all right, let's go meet up at Sam's house and then lay out a track and just like record it, see what happens. So I feel like that really helps with like the creative songwriting aspect of it. Yeah, yeah, you might think that like the pandemic would lock you in your house, right? And you can't do anything. But I guess it is almost counterintuitive that you would think that you could, you now have the time and the flexibility, right? To go over other people's houses, especially if you live near each other. Um, it's almost like being on campus, except with less and also more responsibilities. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's good. It's good to hear that you guys are, you know, trying to thrive you know i don't know if anyone's really thriving right now but um at least making the best of it right definitely yeah cool so i've been hearing about this other album um i assume it's another project that you're working on so do you want to tell us a little bit about that um sam why don't you why don't you tell us about it sam (laughs) (laughs) all right so um uh our next album is dnr it's going to be a uh, a sort of concept album revolving around our life and the progression from when you are young and in school to when you're kind of moving uh, through like uh, the sort of different feelings and vibes you get in each stage. Uh, so it has, I believe, uh, what, six songs on it. Um, and each of them is unique and they're in their own ways questions is you know the hard song north star is the slow um, or i guess up-tempo ballad you know it's um it's a diverse album and I'm, i think we're all really excited about it especially after we started recording some songs awesome when does it release um release date sorry i don't know i actually don't know if that was a loaded question <laughs> um, <laughs> no. i'm sorry yeah <laughs> You're digging too deep, Nina. No. I'm sorry. <laughs> we don't have a set release date yet, but it's going to come out sometime this year. So Okay. Yeah. I mean no no pressure. Just wanted just wanted to give you the opportunity to plug in. A lot of pressure. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. But I assume everybody can find it on your Spotify when it does release. Oh yes. Right. Yeah. Okay, cool. So is there anything else you want to plug any other projects or your social media or anything like that? Um, we have vlogs on YouTube and like, it's pretty much like, um, showcasing like what a band does like behind the scenes. Um, when it comes to like practicing and shows and rehearsals and like recording and all that stuff. So like we try and document it as, honestly as possible and then obviously there's like tons of funny jokes and other moments that we luckily have caught on camera so yeah if you go to our youtube channel it's called screen age there's pretty much just like 21 different episodes for you to like binge watch and check out my favorite's 11 yeah (laughs) 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 yeah cool uh that's so cool that you're that you're vlogging and trying to you know do do what you can you know, uh, at a distance, at six feet apart. <laughs> the internet definitely helps. Um, so thank you guys so much for this interview today. I had a lot of fun. 
Thank you so Thank much, Nina. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Listeners, be sure to tune in to WTSR 91.3 FM over the air online at WTSR.org or through the TuneIn app. This has been Nina Navazio with Screen Age for World College Radio Day 2020 at WTSR, where we always remind you to open your mind. <laughs>